Welcome to the Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at The Well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. Welcome back to the Well Podcast. This is the episode that I think that you guys have all been needing. Um, And I want to have this episode because Rebecca's back. (laughs) Welcome back, Rebecca. Hi, so nice to be back. (laughs) So your episode about hormones and our daughters is one of the highest downloaded episodes that I've ever had on the Well Podcast. That's so awesome. That's so good to hear. We need to do another one. Yes, we, we definitely do. We got to keep and talking. So, we left that one on the sexual part. <laughs> yeah, yes, the end. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so Rebecca Fry is back. Rebecca has 25 years in the group fitness industry as a personal trainer, and, and she's fit. You're in your mid-40s, and you are fit. You know what you're talking about. You've lived the lifestyle. You've um, just been there through these journeys with women for so many years. And so you just have the credibility so much. So the things that people are coming to the well podcast about lately, still anxiety, still natural health, but hormones, perimenopause (laughs) and weight loss. It is just, I think after COVID people have been trying to get their health back, but their bodies are three years different than before COVID. And we have all maybe activated some fat cells that we unintentionally didn't mean to blow up quite so much. And now we're trying to get back and it's not happening as quickly. Maybe it's just because of COVID and being more sedentary or locked down. Maybe it's because we are getting older. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that are around my age. You know, Usually you're attracted to listen to someone that's like you. Um, so today we're going to talk about fitness when it comes to weight loss. And we have not really done just a basic episode about how to move your body. And we could talk about all the side benefits for your heart and just for your overall health. But we are going to kind of talk weight loss specific today, if that's okay. Absolutely. One of my favorite topics. Yes. (laughs) I love it it that we're going to talk about this. So what is, what's new though, first, before we jump into it, anything new this summer or? Well, you know me, I'm always traveling. So we're traveling this summer for about three weeks, pretty exciting and um, already planning next year's (laughs) vacation (laughs) because I'm a planner and that just keeps me going. It's just kind of like my purpose and goals, but um, definitely I, I'm excited for, I, I, I just, I'm so appreciative that you invited me over for this topic. Um, it's always been a passion of mine to help other people. And along the journey, I also feel that I I'm learning as well as I teach and, um, and definitely, you know, we've talked about this, that health is a journey, not a destination. And, um, 
all of these things um, are so important for our lives, especially learning how to um, man manipulate our bodies to get the results that we're looking for as, you know, mm -hmm. lose weight as we age. I'm 48 right now and things are a lot different for sure. Yeah. Well, and I've been seeing the funniest videos like on Instagram reels of these girls that say, I used to drink every night and not eat and never go to the gym and look perfect. <laughs> and I now I'm watching what I'm eating. I'm working out all the time. Oh God, and... I saw that. <laughs> so it's so funny. So you have six things for us today to kind of yes. pick the workout. So let's jump into it. Number one, you say to set your goals. What, what do you mean? Absolutely. So the very first thing you need to know, it's like, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? Um, if I begin an exercise program, um, and most people, they go for it, you know, to lose weight or to get toned physically or all of those things. I do believe that the, you know, your center should always be your health become healthier. And then all of the other branches will trickle, you know, losing weight, getting toned, et cetera, et cetera, looking better. All of that will just automatically happen as you begin to, to prepare your yourself mentally to become healthier. But, um, but definitely you need a goal. And um, with that goal, then you can begin your journey. So if you decide I want to lose weight, then what do you do with that? Do you join a gym? Do you start a, an exercise program at your home? Do you um, hire a personal trainer? Do you begin going to group fitness classes? Um, do you do something online? Um, you know, it all depends on where you're at, but definitely with that goal, if you don't have any exercise experience, you should find someone that's leading you, whether that is a personal trainer or a gym or whatever that is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think going back to COVID and I don't, you know, I know that we don't want to talk about it so much, but, um, I really worked out a lot around that time for more of my mental health was just like walking a lot was just needing to get out and, and I'm healthy. I'm in good shape, like cardiovascularly, but there's difference now when I want to lose weight, because my body's already used to it. So is some of your goal kind of what your body's already used to? So that, that usually in our language of um, trainers is called hitting a plateau. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's basically when you don't see that your body is responding the way that it used to respond before, because you've gotten used to the exercise. Sometimes that comes with changing what you're doing changing the level of effort, incorporating um, different types of activities, not just, you know, if you used to go to a specific class and that's not giving you the results anymore, then maybe you need to do your own weight training program. Or maybe, I mean, it's a little experimental. So maybe go and start mm -hmm. riding your bike or maybe, you know, obviously we have to take in consideration that, you know, age changes our metabolism. So things are not gonna respond the same way um, lifestyle, stress levels, um, just so many things could change. And I do, I have seen, and I've experienced it myself that after COVID and after getting COVID, my body did change a little. And, um, I, I feel like my metabolism has slowed down and I don't know if you've experienced the same, but I, I personally have experienced that. Mm-hmm. 
And well, I'm yeah, I mean, I, I had, well, right. That's what I mean. I will never know because it all happened at the same time. Right. I had right. COVID. I had the mental health scare. I hit 45. It was all that year. So I'm like, I don't know what is what. Um, okay. So yeah, that's, that really helps because I feel like when you, I feel like, especially on Instagram, on different programs, you're just getting like a lot of general advice. And I think number one of setting your goals and being really clear on what you've been doing, because some people can just start walking three miles a day and, and, and really see great results. Maybe they weren't doing anything before or whatever. So I think that you have to be really honest with yourself about how much you've been doing so that you know what's going to kind of put your body into a state of change. Correct. And correct. Yes. And I can tell you from personal experience, I used to, if I wanted to um, shock my body, I would work in the morning and then do a second workout at night, small workouts, and my body would respond very quickly. And now it's not the same. So, but also our nutrition affects those things too, you know, our caloric intake versus outtake. So there's a lot of things and a lot of factors into that, but specifically me, I could have, you know, just continue my exercise routine. But if I wanted to shock my body would do two workouts. Now I could do two workouts <laughs> and it doesn't really change. Too much. <laughs> Your body's like, wah, wah, good for you. It's yeah. like, it's messing with us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not the same. It's definitely not the same. Right. So, so we're, we're kind of getting into the frustration part. So let's go to number two, which is do some things that you enjoy because this should right. not be punishment for your body to exercise. Absolutely. Absolutely. It should be like, like I said, mine is very much for my health. I, when I'm sweaty, I, I it just, it clears my brain, you know? So exercise in general is something that I enjoy. But, um, but what do you encourage people to do? Like what they actually like doing? So I honestly believe that if you have a special activity that you enjoy to take that one and, and just incorporate it to whatever routine you're following. So if you like to play golf, there's, you know, caloric output in, in, in playing golf. If you like to walk in the mornings, you know, walk in the mornings. If you like to run, if you like to bike, if you like to swim, incorporate all of those activities that you enjoy that require mobility into mm-hmm. your daily routine. And if not your daily routine, your every other day, let's say that your schedule doesn't permit for you to go to the gym and then do your activity on the same day, then alternate go one day gym, one day, my activity one. Cause yes, it should definitely should be something you enjoy. If you want it to be a long-term, if you want to create wellness overall, you want to make sure that you do things that you enjoy because if not, it's like a drag. Oh, I got to go to the gym. Oh no, no. Just incorporate what you love with your exercise routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oh, I have so many questions. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, what did, like, does the gym though have to be a part of it? Not necessarily. No. I just no. know people that hate going to the gym. They don't know what to do there. They go and like you had mentioned before we started recording, you had said that people will go and they will do 45 minutes of cardio that's a pretty significant amount of your day. By the time you drive to the gym, go on the 
and they're not seeing any results. And so um, number three, I guess we'll segue into this. Number three, you said the effort is needed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it doesn't necessarily have to be at the gym, but what do you mean by effort is needed? So I, you know, the effort is needed and everything needs effort. So for example, if a person has a goal and, you know, and they want to, they want to go beyond that and they know that they cannot stay home and exercise at home because they're not going to have accountability, then you got to get out and go somewhere and do it. It doesn't matter if it's at a park. It doesn't matter if it's at now, if it's somebody that, that haven't exercised before, I will definitely recommend some kind of program you know, Mm -hmm. a gym or a facility or some kind of program that you can follow. If you're an experienced person and you have accountability and you are a person that are true to your goals, then, and you, you know, you just have this additional goal, then, then do what you, what you know that you can do, but for sure, all of it is going to take effort. If you decide to do this, and the gym is not your preference, but it's the only thing that you know is going to keep you accountable, then that's your effort right there. Go to the gym, hire mm-hmm. a personal trainer, you know, put the effort. And then if you think that you don't need those things and you can go beyond on your own, then, then push yourself to that beyond. Yeah. But, well, but, don't, I- but don't go and, and get a membership at the gym and then go walking for please for 30 minutes on the treadmill and think that that's going to help you because it definitely isn't. Yeah. It helped a little. Well, it's probably burning about 150 to 200 calories. That's Which like, is better than nothing. It's better than it nothing. is. It's good for your heart, but effort, like I, I, what I hear you saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that it needs to be challenging for you to see changes in your body. Absolutely. No matter how old you are, if you're just like doing a couple squats, not, you know, not burning a sweat, whatever it it's, it's changing the molecular structure of your muscles. Right. I mean, it's got to be something that is difficult. Absolutely. Absolutely. It can still be fun. Absolutely. And, and I've seen, uh, you know, not only the, the treadmill situation, but just people going around and doing all the machines and they sit there for 20 minutes. And there's, I, I watch them and I see there's no effort. And then they question themselves. Why aren't things happening? You, that's not really putting the effort, putting the effort is like you said, changing the molecular structure of the muscle. And the only way you do that is through feeling the exercise and you have to have a mind body connection as well. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So give us kind of what a typical week would look like for, for someone, let's say around our age, let's start there. That is, has worked out before or not worked out before. Um, let's do worked out before because, um, because we can always pare down, but I want to really push, I want to push our, our listeners, you know, cause I want it to be something pretty challenging. Okay. So I, I mean, I do believe that less is more when we talked about that, you don't have to go to the gym for two hours. You can pick 30 to 45 minutes of your day and do a pretty intense workout. And what I mean by that, I, I recommend for women our age that they do some kind of warm up before they begin. This is if they're going to the gym or whatever they're doing, and then definitely, definitely strength training. However you want to do the strength training, it's up to you. But my recommendation with my experience and what I've seen that changes 
women is if they do circuit, um, like circuit training within the, the strength training. And what I mean by that is you pick several exercises and you go one by one, you know, each repetition and then begin again. So let's say you have four different exercises for your legs, for example, you do uh, 10 or 12 repetitions of each. And then you go back and start from the beginning, one, two, three, four, so on three to four repetitions of the whole thing. So sets, I'm sorry, 10 to 12 repetitions, three to four sets. So um, that's what I recommend to somebody to really see some kind of difference with their, with their workouts. If they've never done that kind of workout before. Yeah. So, um, so you were my trainer when we lived in the same town and I mm -hmm. still work out that way when I go to the gym yeah. and I feel Really I effective. feel like I really know what I'm doing too. I kind of look like I know what I'm doing since I'm doing it that way. <laughs> because you do, you see people go to the gym and they just are on the cardio machine the whole time. And I want to yell like build muscle. It'll eat that fat better than move, better than walking. Right. 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 So it is true that, and all of the research is getting more and more and more all of the time that women, it does not bulk you up that you are burning more calories when you're building muscle, that you might weigh more, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't weigh my lowest amount ever anymore, but I lift pretty heavy weights and you have to see what your measurements are more than just the number on the scale. Absolutely. I'm a muscular person. I weigh way more than my daughter. Who's like, teeny weeny. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to weigh more. And I think we have to like, we have to kind of get that out of our minds that the number just needs to be the lowest that it was when we were in high school or at our wedding day, when we're building muscle, we are going to weigh more. Absolutely. I would not focus on the weight, focus on the inches. That's where it's at the inches around your waist, um, your muscle mass. Um, and if you have an ability to do a testing, you know, they have those testing in the, in the gym, the testing centers or uh, machines where it can give you your BMI. Um, that's where you're really going to see that your weight is more because you have more muscle and mm -hmm. the more muscle you have, like you said, the more calories you're going to be burn burning. So plus, in addition, as we age, we lose, um, the, um, our, our bones are fragile. They, 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 they begin to turn fragile and are not the same. So muscle is going to help that bone structure that is beginning to decay as we age. So when we have muscle, we're helping our body. So, and I can give you, I can, I want to tell you a story real quick. And, you know, I, I never share this with you, but my mom has always kind of walked around, walked and walked and, you know, like just been a walker. She's never been. So she decided at age 83 that she was going to hire a personal trainer. And my mom has been going to the gym literally for the last six months with a personal trainer. And she is doing amazing. My mom has osteoporosis oh and she, so she's lost weight. She's gained muscle. She's now put some, and she's an 83 year old woman that has stayed very pretty healthy, but it's incredible. The change that is done. And I told her, oh at your age, I would keep that, that personal trainer. I would keep going to the gym. She goes Absolutely. every day, five days a week. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is so good. Yeah. I, um, so what do you say to the women though, that 
it feels like it's counterproductive. They kind of want to lose all the weight before they start strength training because they feel like, because it does, you, you kind of feel like you're bulking up underneath the fat and it just pushes the fat out at the, at the beginning when you do have a significant amount of weight to lose. I understand, but that's, that's, um, that's one of those facades out there that to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to make you think that you have to do that, lose the weight and then turn, you know, begin to build muscle. No, what I would recommend is maybe for those women to not lift heavy if they have a lot of weight to lose, but definitely start um, adding some strength conditioning, strength training, and then do it on a circuit matter because mm -hmm. that is going to keep your heart rate up, but it's also going to help you burn fat and there's no stopping. So your body is really taking the effort. This is why you don't need, you know, more than 45 minutes for this workout because it is a constant and it's pushing your body and you're going to feel it. You're going to feel that anaerobic state where you're kind of like gasping for breath a little bit, you know, and I know that some of my clients have told me, oh, I think I'm going to puke. Well, that's <laughs> only in the beginning, but once you pass that threshold the first time, it's just like anything. When you begin a supplement, sometimes your body reacts a certain way. So the same with exercise, once you pass that threshold, maybe it'll take you two or three times. You'll be like doing it like, boom, you know, you'll be like, bam, 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 and doing it. Mm -hmm. But I also recommend that you speak with a professional if you've never experienced that kind of workout. So somebody, well, and you do need to be doing them the right way. You right. know, you, you need to be lifting the right way. Right. So that you're not straining your neck and straining your back. And absolutely. Um, and, and isn't that kind of why there's all the machines at gyms? Cause it kind of guides you more than just using free weights. Yeah, th there is, but because you sit on them, that's where you slack. People begin to, you know, browse on their phone while they're waiting for the next set or they start thinking <laughs> about something else or they start talking to their neighbor or, and then, you know, then you're not in that momentum that you want to keep with your heart rate, with your body that if you are actually with free weights or with um, the equipment that is used for, um, you know, the, the functional training equipment, they call it, I don't know, some gyms call it different. Um, that equipment, which is, you know, that, like the bands and things like that, that equipment, because you have to actually grab it and then put it back down, it, it, it creates more effort than sitting at a machine. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it, it, it cracks me up when I see the guys like between their sets, they just like sit for five minutes. But, <laughs> but when I do it the way that you taught me, I'm constantly just moving from thing to thing. Like right. I'm moving and, and it's, it's just, it feels more like time effective too. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you're not, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I got a great workout and I'm done in 45 minutes. That so what do you mean though, by, by less is more, your number five tip was less is oh, more. Less so is what do you mean? So less is more in the sense of you don't, like, I was meaning time. So people mm. think, Oh, I need, I need to spend two hours at the gym to get results. No, that's not true. That's another myth. Um, and it's not true. Now, if you're training for something specifically, then I can see being there If you're training for competition, you know, you're a bodybuilder. Yes, you know, you might need that timing, but if you want to stay healthy, lose weight, uh, build muscle mass, you need 30 to 45 minutes a day of a warm up, a good warm up that gets your heart rate up and start it. Um, 
your strength training and some stretching. That's it. So you do that same thing five days a week. So I personally, for example, I, you know, I teach, I still teach group fitness classes. So, um, depending on the days that I teach, I not all the time do a second workout just because also less is more. You don't want to overwork your body either, because then if you overwork your body, then you're also going to hit a plateau of no response. So Mm -hmm. some days I will do a second workout after I teach a class. Some days I don't. So today I taught a class in the morning and I, I did do my workout. So I have my days. I mean, that I do, I do three days a week, specific strength training. And then three days a week, I do um, a strength training with my students. So I do okay. the, the workout with them. So I'm, I'm doing six days a week, but I don't add anymore because I know that if I do, then my body's not going to respond. Okay. But for us that don't have like right. a group if you're program, not teaching a you class, would say, yeah, you would say three days, um, yeah, three days a week strength training. And then what on the other two days? Uh, so I honestly would recommend that people do strength training every day. I would. So, but if they want to add their activity in, in there, and that doesn't include strength training, then that's fine. Um, I, some, some days, so the way that I would, that I would recommend if I say, let's, let's say five days and, and you can add your activity or just take out the strength training and just do your activity. It's up to you. But my personal recommendation, if you go to the gym Monday through Friday, let's say, so I would do a Friday, I would, a Monday, I would do a total body. A Tuesday, I would focus on some specific muscles like legs. On on Wednesday, I would do a total body again. On Thursday, I would do upper body only. And then on Friday, I would do a total body. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because you are doing that type of workout, you are working on your cardio as well. Yeah. So you can, and because they're so short, you might have time to do your activity on top of that. But if you don't, then take one day out and do your activity or take two days out and do your activity. But I would, I would always do strength training. This is why, this is when you don't need to lift super heavy as well. So you're not lifting super heavy where the next day you're, you're just lifting, you're challenging yourself. You're adding some weight, but you're not super heavy. So that's why I say total body Monday, Tuesday, legs, total body, Wednesday, upper body, you know, whichever one you pick shoulders and back or biceps and triceps on Thursday and then Friday again, total body. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. And all that I mean about lifting heavy is just that I feel like for like four years, I used eight pound weights for biceps. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? And, and, and you have to like move up as you get oh, stronger, absolutely. you have to challenge your muscles. So now I use tens or sometimes even 15s right. and And for my chest, I was using like twenties, you know, like it was way heavier than I had ever used, but I felt like I was actually getting somewhere. So, yes. So you do have to increase in weight, you know, it it depends on where you're at. Uh, But what I'm, when I say super heavy is that I don't, I don't particularly will ask a person that is doing strength training on an everyday basis to do, um, a woman that has, you know, doesn't lift very often to do 50 pounds of, you know, for bench pressing. Right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Right. So, yeah. mm-hmm. keep it, you know, keep it at a level where you, 
where, where it's going to, to, to challenge you, but you're not uh, straining to lift. Yeah. So you okay, do have to is- increase the weight for sure. If you don't increase the weight, you're nothing's going to happen. Right. So what I've been trying to do, um, and I was doing actually really well and then haven't been as well lately, but so I enjoy a bar workout. I have gone to pure bar for years and years. Um, but it's kind of a similar every month or every two months, it's a similar workout. And so I haven't been doing it quite as much, but it's kind of a hit training a little bit. Cause I do the more cardio one, but it's also total body. So I will do that one or two days. And then when I go to the gym, I'm doing that on the other three. So it's kind of changing it or, mm-hmm. or if we golf, if we golf 18 holes, um, that's sometimes that will, yeah, sometimes that will be my workout because I'm like, you know, it's significant, but in this time of where I'm trying to lose some weight, um, I am making sure that I'm hitting my 10,000 steps every day. That's good. So sometimes, good sometimes that does mean that I have to go for a second, like for a walk, but it's not like, you know, a speed sweaty walk all the time. I'm just making sure that I get my steps in. Do you mm-hmm. think that that sounds good? That's excellent. I, you know, if you, if you have the, um, if you need to follow something, I think the, the 10, 12,000 step thing is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I'm, I, I'm not a good person spe- specifically myself that follows anything like that because I get too s- self-conscious if I don't accomplish it. So mm-hmm. I don't follow it personally, but I know that when I've been with my husband and we've been hiking, for example, and he says, oh, we did 16,000 steps because he follows that stuff. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, I didn't even yeah. know. But yeah, so I think that's great to know. Well, it's it's because I've been um, I've been doing way more at my desk. And so I was feeling on those days just like awful because I'm just sitting way more than I than I have been. So anyway, not to make it so much about me, but I'm also getting a standing desk in the new office and that'll make a big difference too. (laughs) I love those. I don't Okay. So your sixth, your sixth tip, we have to address nutrition and food. Yeah. So obviously can't get too into it, but, um, what did you want to say just to, it has to be addressed in a workout podcast. That's for sure. And, and I mean, we could do another podcast about that. And I just want to disclose, I'm not a dietitian. I have taken many nutrition courses. Um, and I, you know, I, I feel like I have some kind of experience and capacity to guide people on a general level, but, um, but if you are able to, um, to learn how to make better decisions somehow to have someone that is an expert guide you to make better decisions, um, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend to seek that, even though it's going to cost you, but it's going to pay off in the long run. Um, but I would begin by cleaning everything that is going to be counterproductive out of your house, out of your household. Um, take all the junk out, take all the sugar that is in, unnecessary out, unless it's, you know, fruits and vegetables. Um, begin to do a cleanse of that so that you can be, cleanse the inside of your body you know, Mm -hmm. clean your home out of the things that are not necessary or they're holding you back. And then obviously from there, I would add more whole foods. 
I would think about planning my meals and cooking. If, if, if it works for you to count your macros and, and all of that, you know, do something like that. There's apps these days and there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of things that indicate you on how to count your macros and, and do all of that. Um, I wouldn't suggest so much calories because it all depends on the output. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I personally, I'm going to confess, I live on a cal- caloric deficit myself because I, I am of a believer that I only should eat when I'm hungry. Just personally me, I, I listen to my body when I'm hungry, I eat when I'm not hungry, I don't eat. Now, some people believe differently. And they believe that they um, should, um, you know, work out and have some kind of protein right after. And that might work for them, you know, and for a lot of men that actually works really well. Um, And for some women that are building muscle mass, that works really well. Just me personally, I, I don't know, I can't force myself to eat. Mm -hmm. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, and I guess, I mean, I I just think what has to be said is that don't frustrate your workouts by ruining it in the kitchen. Right. 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 Don't go to the gym and then go to McDonald's right after. Exactly. That worked for (laughs) me in college. We would go work out and then go get ice cream, but it doesn't work anymore. (laughs) No, No, or, oh, go to the, go to a group fitness class and then go to the Mexican restaurant and eat naturally. there's a there's the every or um that bunt cake place you know oh Um, yeah yeah that's right next to pier bar and it cracks me up every day when i leave what a place to put that but it's hilarious yes well thank you so much i think these tips are totally invaluable and um it can be simple and that's what you know it can be simple but it has to be very intentional and so Absolutely. Um, so where can people find you if they have questions? Have you been so, checking your Instagram? So they can go to my Instagram. Well, I just want to disclose that, you know, I, my Instagram is targeted to my business in real estate. Um, uh, and the reason why that happened, just a brief, um, when I was young, I put my career on the la- on the side and I became um, personal trainer and a group fitness instructor to be able to have more time with my children. But as my life has changed and I've become older and my children have grown, I've decided to not just have that side of the business, but create another side of, or develop my real estate. Cause I've had my real estate license for a long time, develop my real estate business because, you know, we don't put all eggs in one basket. We diversify, but it's amazing, but for sure they can find me there. And if they have any specific questions, they can contact me directly. So. Yeah. So it's Rebecca Fry FL realtor, and I will tag it in the show notes. And thank you so much for being on. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. And I look forward for the next time we need to continue on that hormone um, tangent. And also maybe we'll span some stuff about nutrition and, um, you know, talk about it a little more, but on a simplified way, you know, Absolutely. That's why I love how you do it. (laughs) All right. Have a good day. Thank you for having me. You too. Bye. Bye. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the well podcast. 
please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the well.